Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to our platform, our show. This is Option Forward. I'm your boy, Drew. We always joined by the second half of the show. GQ Nesto, how you doing today? Doing good, doing good. All right. Did you, uh, you feeling real good? You smelling good. Oh, you already know. You already know. <laughs> you smelling like that good gas. Yeah. You got you. You know you got to level your stress. You know what I mean? All right. Keep stress levels. You know at an even keel. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special de- uh, special guest today. Um, I came across her uh, profile and uh, I was like, man, she looks like somebody special. I want to know her story. You know what I'm saying? So I reached out and she's here today. But I'm going to let her give you a little bit more about herself. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Ms. Jazz Hill. How you doing today? Thank you so much for having me today. Um, I'm so excited to talk with you guys about just any questions you guys have for me and life and my career. I'm, I'm super excited, actually. So Okay. So where, where, where are you from? I am from Calabasas, which is in the valley. I'm a valley girl. Um, grew up there my entire life. Uh, currently, I live in North Hollywood, um, which is where my apartment is. Don't want to give too much information yeah, about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up in a very athletic household. My whole life, I was a volleyball player. Um, I started from the time I was about 10. I ended up playing halfway through college, um, my first university in Washington, D.C., and then I ended up transferring over to Long Beach State. And uh, Were you good? I was pretty good. Yeah. I was an outside yeah. hitter, so, you know. You were killing it? I, I was killing it. I was killing it, yeah. It was a huge part of my... Um, upbringing when it came to sports in my house competitive nature yeah yeah and especially you know my brother's a football player both of my parents are um fitness trainers so i grew up in a gym um my sister's a gymnast so like everybody had their niche when it came to the sports world was my upbringing so okay so how was your college experience what what did you discover about yourself Oh God, um, I would say the last four years of college, first of all, when you, when you start off college, of course, you are not the same person by the time you finish. Um, and I was somebody who I had a very different life. I had a very different lifestyle when it came to the parties, when it came to you know, me identifying myself at the time as this student athlete who had her priorities set in a certain route of her life. And by the time I finished my college experience, I was somebody completely different with different, you know, ideas that I was more confident about. I had a different mindset, a different understanding of people, of of the world, of um, how I should step into any relationship situation anything if it came to another person i mean it's a college is a is such a great experience of that of just learning so much more about what you're meant to be in life so you mentioned party like what do you yeah. mean like you started, you started sipping and then yeah. you started doing the shopping after yeah like, no uh freshman sophomore year i was partying a lot doing it i was doing it i was definitely i mean but I went to some of like the biggest 
party schools in the country. Like when I was in DC, I was at Howard every weekend. Like, you, like, oh. and, but it's the HBCU and it's like, it's the culture there is amazing and the vibes and, you know, going from there to briefly when I moved back to LA, I was partying in Santa Barbara, which if you don't know anything about like Santa Barbara, that's the number one party school in the country. So mm-hmm. I've seen the stats. I was very, yes. right. I was very much outside the first two years and slowly the next two years that followed it really dwindled down to me not feeling like i need to always be out every night the hangovers started kicking in honestly and i well of course nobody likes hangovers i i really i really it was dreadful for me for one but two i just i just also your priorities change Mm -hmm. you know your priorities really change because you're getting closer to not only the end of this school experience but you're opening up this brand new door of you're about to enter the real world now Mm -hmm. like really like your life is really gonna hit you hard and figuring out yeah your expiration date is coming you need to figure out like your expiration okay jazz like what are you gonna do now (laughs) that this period is done you know so um yeah i i I have everybody (laughs) comes to that you know what i mean like you get to a point where you're like fuck i can't be doing this yeah yeah because it 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 not only is not fulfilling but it's like it's almost like I wouldn't say more like, ah, do I really have to go through all that? Like, it's cool, yeah. it's fun, yeah. but like, I'm trying to get to something bigger, so. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that bigger side, so modeling, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what you, mm-hmm. that's what you're breaking into, that's what yeah. you're doing now. Yeah. How was it, why was that the transition or like, why modeling, why you choose that? Um. So to be honest, I have always wanted to go more in the direction and route of eventually television. Mm. And for me to have started that journey, I needed to learn how to be comfortable in front of a camera. And to me, I just thought the easiest way was just to start off like, you know what, let me just start taking photos. And it turned into, you know, maybe a couple opportunities of like music videos, which I was not a music video vixen, let's be clear about that. <laughs> I only did it for a certain period of time for my end goal being I wanted to sign to a top agency. Um, and I was, I was constantly criticized by that, by how I started, but it doesn't, it teaches you it just it just teaches you lessons and experiences with who you're meeting on set, the type of people you're going to be around, um, and it's it's important when you do start something like modeling that you you got to go all the way. You have to go full force when it comes to figuring out what that end goal is. And I say this because there's girls that say, "Oh, I'm a model," Instagram. Right. Or and, or you see the real models that are like, oh, no, I, I really do. I was shot in this Sephora commercial last week. I, you know, like the ones that really get work and that are really putting themselves out there for that. So. Okay. Like Drake said, you know what I mean? Like. That line hurts me because I'm not there yet. <laughs> but but yeah. it, it, the reality, though, of it, it's kind of yeah. like. You, you that's either, why he does say that yes it, it's a yes. good thing it's like yes. motivation because it's not it doesn't necessarily mean that you're no longer gonna be there yeah. but just be humble about it yeah you know I mean? yeah cause, cause shit like women run the it's, world it's I really to, I hate to say this like you guys have this power and like you guys are under subject 
subject to this holding this image, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. it's always like there's levels to this shit. Yeah, and, uh, shit. Like, it's really a test that. of are you really about it? Yeah, you know, it's. I think this this can be applied to anybody's career, whether you are you know in the entertainment industry, whether you're um, an athlete, whether you're you know whatever field that is. Whatever work you're putting in is, of course, your results will be expected based on that performance performance is perform, you know, and and of course, like I said, I can relate as an athlete in that sense, too, because I in in both examples, whether I was a volleyball player, whether which is where I'm at now being a model, it all came down to my consistency in terms of how I'm going to book work, me putting out content me putting myself out there and like finding the agents I need to have conversations with and, um, you know, getting them what they need. If, if they are interested in signing me, it's, it's all about like, how much do I want it? Hmm. How good do I want to be? And I still have so much room to grow. I'm, it's not like I'm like a top model or the biggest, you know, anything yet, but I put a significant amount of work into what I do into my craft into my craft yeah for sure check my resume type yeah <laughs> yeah exactly check my resume type exactly exactly yeah. Google me in, in your opinion do you think the uh, the the modeling industry is uh, harder on females or males or do you think it's almost mm. almost the same right now I think it's hard on both for two very different reasons for women um for women we live in a world where you always got to make sure no matter what you do or what direction you go in that you have to keep in a, a sexual attraction about yourself and i say this for example you know there's models out there who you know have other they have other things other hobbies that they like to do other interests that they have besides modeling not all girls like that's just not their world there's some girls who for example um you know want to start a nonprofit organization for children let's say or there's some girls who are going to med school who you know want to be a doctor want to be you know they have other interests and women do want to show those interests because those interests become their accomplishments right but in order to gain traction when it comes to their other interests for people a reason for them to be like you know why do i want to watch this girl check on this girl it's because she's she's hot she's hot i'm interested in her because of what she how she shows herself how she represents herself yeah exactly you're not gonna give the same amount of attention to a regular you know a girl who's maybe not a model who like you know it's probably maybe is very nice maybe is very pretty but maybe isn't showing that sexual attention let me me ask you something so uh, eye candy right Mm -hmm. so if you were a star wars what color would you be Green, green is my favorite color. Green. Which, which yeah. one is that? Like special edition? Like, no, I think I think Starburst does have green ones. No, that was, like, on, like, no. that was like on like Halloween or something like that. I could have sworn I no. have seen green Starburst. Maybe a now later. <laughs> I, I could have sworn. I'll send you guys a picture after this because okay, now I'm gonna okay. find it. Yeah. 
but like speaking of that like that whole sexuality like type pro- type of projection so it's like it's an image based mm-hmm. so would it be an image based industry there's no secret about that mm-hmm. like yeah what is what's your fitness routine what's your diet routine because I, I talked to someone like not too long ago and she was like yo like I haven't had a double double from in and out in like six <laughs> months you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. so like what what is your routine? How do you make sure you're you're ready at all times? I think that question is is pretty different for each woman who could answer that who's in the same industry as I am. Because yes, that's a very true statement of there are women who are so cautious about you know what they need to eat, how much they're in the gym, what certain type of workouts that they need to do to gain like you know better glutes, better um, arms, better butt for the photos, whatever the case is. Um, I don't have that traditional answer for you. If I'm being honest, I like double cheeseburgers. So. <laughs> but like, like my body, like I have a fast metabolism, so I actually eat quite a lot, um, more than most or some of my friends do who like do say that they have to watch their diet more carefully. Um, but you know, everyone's body is very different. But I, I would say I would never be overweight. There, I, there is a limit when it comes to um, making sure if I catch myself looking maybe too big or I'm not fitting my measurements the way that I gotta send in to my agent to get my numbers right is, is something I am borderline cautious of, so. Okay, so not, not, not two double-doubles, maybe one. With some fries and vanilla shake. For sure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say protein. Uh, no, I actually hate protein right? drinks. I don't really like, my brother is a huge fan of them, but he's a football player and he drinks them constantly because he's like lifting and, you know, but because protein shakes, I've heard make you gain weight, especially when you're training on them. It, it It's supposed to, I think that's the reason for them. That's why my brother does them, I guess. So. Okay. So. Have you ever dealt with like any situations or like I know when we spoke on the phone to try to prep for this like as far as like harassment is concerned I know you oh, had yeah. mentioned like because who you associated yourself with mm-hmm. you know your strategy behind that working with kind of dominantly women oh, you know what yes, I'm saying yeah yeah like you don't do you know what I'm saying you haven't been put to that but yeah. like well has your experience have you ever experienced anything like that like, uh, since you've been in there are definitely um so when i was looking for a manager um before i had the one that i do now i was constantly finding contact lists and connections of who i knew who um basically sending out emails to whoever i could find that was in the industry that was like hey my name is so and so i'd love to work with you here's my resume here's you know whatever putting myself out there. And of course I got responses back. Um, Some of them were women, but some of them were men. They were male managers, representation agents, whatever. Um, And I will say, of course I've given a shot at both because I didn't think of it at the time that should I be just looking for a woman given these reasons that I know now. Um, But the meetings that I have had with any male representation for myself or managers and such. Um, There was always, without being said, of course, like there was always like some major attraction that they had with me. And, you know, our meetings would turn like 
turn into casually flirting with me. <laughs> um, and it's just natural. I honestly think that it's just very like instinct probably when it comes to them maybe working with like a, you know, a rising model, rising actress, like thinking, you know, this girl has an image and of course I could naturally be attracted to her, you know? Um, but I definitely took that into consideration. I had to, because then it was conflicting with, <clears throat> you know, how are you gonna be submitting me on projects? Are you even going to be submitting me on projects? Is that gonna depend on me suddenly having to do something for you, you know? And, um, like watch watch the kids or something, right? That's that's what you mean, right? Wink, <laughs> wink, wink. Watch the kids, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, now I currently my manager who I work with is a woman, but she's also black. And for me, I found that also very important because I'm a woman of color. I'm mixed, and I felt that with working with. Um, people who couldn't understand me the most in that sense when it came to not just my gender, but also my nationality and, and being in this generation, that was crucial. And um, also given the last manager that I did have, she had made a couple comments about um, my race benefiting, making her more money, because she said, and I quote, black girls are just in right now. Mm. So. I mean, but is that a fact though? It may be. You know, it, it, be, it is a fact. It's it just not, she was not the right person to say that. It, 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 hey, they could you be know. making the next Colombiana, you know what I mean? Like that that whole little vibe where it's like, and it's crazy because all they look at it is how they can monetize, right? Yeah, but, that's, but that was my problem is you are looking at me as somebody who's going to make you money and more of just an object of that rather, understanding I'm a real person mm. and you know, this is really who I am and where I come from. And you're telling me that I'm just a selling pitch for you. Like, like, like I'm benefiting you, but okay. So, what are you really doing for me besides like, like do you, you gotta, you gotta care about me personally to work with me. And I, it's, we gotta have a, a two way relationship with this instead of you viewing me as just a product. So, so now you, you mentioned earlier, like some of them, like, like some of the people that you work in the industry want other, you know, want to take a different directions. Is modeling your your main goal, or you have other projects that you actually want to like? So many other, so many other main talk projects. Talk to us about that, like, like so many other the, main projects. The real, the real things that you, like what you stand for, and because obviously we all have to make sacrifices, and obviously. Yeah if this is not something that you, this is more considered an achievement versus a fulfillment. So mm. what is it that you wanna? That I wanna do. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's like I said from the beginning of our discussion and like why did I start modeling in the first place? And it was eventually to build for myself and, and doing maybe more TV one day for me to maybe go into music. I've I've been recording. No, we, we want to so get I, on the personal level though. You said the, the TV thing, but I think um, more more of what do you feel like? like what do I stand what's for? What's more, yeah, what's mm. more personal? In terms of? You. Well, I, I want to be a woman in this world who carries herself with, with poise, with elegance, with grace. I find that this generation that we're in, 
of course, we don't really see that much today. We see a lot of asses all over our screens. We see a lot of, you know, the same girls following the same trends when it comes to how they take their photos to vibrate right with the Instagram algorithm and, you know, to to have their hair and their makeup done a certain way and the nails and the plastic surgery. And it's like, we suddenly fell into a way of losing ourselves while following such a minimal trend. And I don't want to do that. I don't think I've ever been somebody who could just fall in line of, of, you know, following what everyone else does. I don't think I've ever really done that, to be honest, when it, when it came to how I carried myself and, and not letting anybody break those boundaries for me. That's who I want to be. Now you had touched on some just, just a little while ago, like, yo, like, don't see me as like your pitching point. Um, I'm a person like I matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But in a, in your industry as a, as a model, like, can you say, don't objectify me? You know what I'm saying? Because and that's tough. That's something I've saying? been working on right now, actually, because um, I I can't even get too deep into it. But new contacts who I've been working with in terms of advancing my career have told me that in order for this to work, for me to do extremely well with some projects I have lined up that I want to do well, I have to be more sexier when it comes to my presentation. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to find this middle ground of how could I be sexy but not raunchy? How can I, you know, look like I have body without needing to turn around and show my ass? How can I do that? And that's where my craft comes in when it comes to figuring out how creative can I get with with my posing, with, how I take photos that, you know, isn't going to look like the rest of Instagram. How am I, but but how am I going to do it in a way that will gain just the right amount of attention, but not the wrong attention in a sense of, um, I'm, I have only fans. Nothing wrong with women who do have only fans. It's just not something that I'm trying to project when it comes to that. It's gonna be somebody's mama, you know what I mean? Later mm-hmm. on. It's going to pop up and like, hey, your mom was was in there back in 2020 something. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And I mean, it's sort of Kim Kardashian was sort of dealing with something a little bit similar with that. That episode that went viral that was going around about um, her son seeing an ad from her sex tape and how she was horrified that this came up because it was 20 years ago. And, you know, like I, I don't really want the labeling in my future for wherever my career is going to take me to come back to me as well. I mean, but Ray J said that was all planned anyway. Ray J did say that was all planned. He did say it was all planned, but um, point being though, like if if I was to be in that, yeah, 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 yeah. Would you, um, so how do you deal with like, how do you deal with like compliments, right? Like, Mm -hmm. cause nowadays I would, you know, just from what I hear from like friends and stuff like that is art, 
just telling somebody like, hey, man, you look nice today. Like, because it's such a fine line. You can't say anything. You can't do anything. Do you take compliments as more as in it's appreciation for the work that you put in or does it annoy you? How do you deal with that when somebody say, oh, man, you look, you look it nice? It depends on the compliment. So, you know, if I have somebody tell me, oh, you look, you know, you look beautiful today. You look lovely today you look whatever that's a gracious compliment right that's very oh thank you so much but that tells me you're admiring what how much time i put into you know myself on the exterior today right if somebody gives me a compliment of wow i love your energy i really love like the way you carry yourself your aura, your aura that tells me you're really paying attention to who i am those type of compliments i love i love those compliments what's your sign I'm a Virgo. Mm. Yeah. What's your sign? Scorpio. Oh, really? <laughs> My best friend is a Scorpio. Yeah. We're kind of cool. Yeah. We're kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fire sign, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is a fire sign. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, so um, you mentioned that like one thing like you would like to see more of like in the industry uh, is uh, diversity and the positions of mm. power. Yes, yes, yes. I know, can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Like, as Mm. far as you take our image, we make money for the brand, but the actual brand is not run by anybody that looks like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let let you do your thing. Go ahead. It's a lengthy answer that I gave you last time, time too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when it comes to i believe the representation that's in the entertainment industry in terms of who holds the power when it's when it comes to sets when it comes to production um i believe that we live in a world where um you know people of color are being put on the screens as this is what is wanted to be seen now yes when it comes to television music sports you know, black people are dominating the game on screen, of course. Um, but when it comes to off camera, offset, you know, when it has come to as people who are to do my hair before I go on camera and I, I have curly hair, right? Obviously, like certain people need to know how to manage and do curly hair or my makeup obviously an MUA, whoever I'm working with. I've never, I've never had, first of all, when it has come to hairstylists, I've not only never had a, a black hairstylist ever to work on sets when they hire all girls who are like all, like black girls, right? Mm-hmm. Never had a black hairstylist on set. Never had a black MUA. Never seen any directors production who I've worked with who are black, who I've ever worked with. I think the only time I've ever seen one man person who was of color, who made a comment to me actually while I was on set um, was when I shot this Lexus commercial and out of like the six people that they casted for this commercial, I was like the the colored girl who they casted. but there's just, uh, it, it's a little disturbing. It's a little disturbing what companies wanna project so much, but they don't really respect 
behind what they're projecting, if that makes sense. Oh, no, I get it. Yeah. No, no, I get yeah. it. Yeah. you and that story, you got anything? Shit, like, it, it, it's almost, I think, I think you're, there's a saying, like, you can never go against the course of the river because the river is going to go a certain way and, mm-hmm. you know, going against it. So, like, um, what's your thought about that? Like, like you're still going against it or you're just uh, somehow finding your, you know, finding your way to kind of bamboozle your way through it for it, for it to change the industry or for it to work for you? You know... Personally, my beliefs are that if you want change, you have to do it and become it yourself. And I think that a lot of people won't necessarily follow the change either until they see someone who takes the action to do it. And I think the best that I can do and how to answer that if like in matters of how do I deal with it with not being able to work with people and crews who... um, is like a predominantly white um, staff or background or, you know, anybody who's on set. I want to be the woman who works towards, you know, me myself being that director one day, me Mm -hmm. being the one to say like, I'm gonna do the casting for this film or this project, or I'm gonna be, I I want to take myself to the point where I'm in charge to be the person, the same person to fill out anybody else who is getting a job on this also has to sort of find more equality in those opportunities. I want to get to that point. So where do you to see fix yourself? The problem. Where do you see yourself in 5 years? Oh god. <laughs> god. I I Got mean him. by 20, so I'm 23 right now. By 28, I would I would love to, at that point, have started filming my first show in in terms of directing, because directing is on my list in the future. I would would love to have put out a show and to start directing by then. I would love, aside from that, a very, very, very strong acting career. I would love to honestly see if, if if so many people in LA do music, it's such a it is a competitive environment for that. But if I could branch off into having a successful music career, I think that would be amazing. Um, do you have a vision board? I have everything. I, oh, I yeah. have a vision board. I have planners. I have I have notes what's, that what's I. What's on your vision board right now? In terms of my life goals. Yeah. Man, something that's pretty cool. You don't have to go lot. through all of it, but something like that, like a really like man. I'm a I'm a very out. high I'm a very high achiever, and I and I don't actually lie when I give these answers. But there's one. I mean, this is crazy, but the exciting I've, one. Like I've aimed as high as like uh, thinking I could run for presidency one day, but that's actually not a joke. Like I'm very into politics and stuff. I started off college as a poli sci major, but I've, I've put that actually on my list you because just manifest it. you just, yeah. you just put it out in the universe. And, and like, there's like, that's the beauty of it is that you speaking about it, whether people believe you or not, you just put it out there. Like, yeah, what year, I believe it can happen. I mean, what, year, what, are we, what are we talking about? Well, it's like I said, if I'm 23 now, I wouldn't I wouldn't think to run till I'm like 
legally you can you can run at 45 i believe is the legal age i don't think i would start till maybe 50 because i know when it comes to a political career that's also going to take years of of building to that as well you know like running for congress or whether you want to start to run as a senator or um as a as a da or like whatever the case is i know that if i were to transition my career from entertainment to that field that would take time so i don't think i would reach that goal till like my 50s but i'm actually serious about it i think that's dope yeah that's dope because hey it's out there i have a lot of views about the world and and what could be helped and what could change we're saving this clip yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, don't have tax good. benefits. Yeah. yeah. Coming off this. Let's yeah, get it. Yeah. No, nah, but like speaking about your goals, it's funny that you we speaking of this now. But like, do you set your goals in chronological order or do you like say, yo, I'm gonna put in the work and I'm gonna hope for the best? Like, do you have to like, yo, by the time I'm this age, this has to be accomplished? Or you just say, Jesus, take the wheel. I think I think part of me, my inner strength and confidence in myself has grown over time very slowly. I think that when I started this experience in terms of just my modeling, I was very much in the mindset of like, yo, I'm gonna just wing it. I, I don't know where it's gonna go. I, this may really not do very well at all. Like, I, I may look like a fool doing this. Um, but just slowly, slowly over time, I really developed more of a mindset of, mm, part of me thinks this is, this is gonna work out in my favor. Part of me thinks like I'm feeling confident about just exactly what I'm doing and where I'm at right now. And um, I, I feel better than just thinking I'm, I'm rolling dice and shutting my eyes and I don't really know. Part of me is starting to really realize what I'm manifesting and my my full confidence in going into whatever project or idea that I have. Yeah. So, so like, I'm pretty sure all this consists of a lot of stress levels. So what do you use to kind of control that? Like, I mean, Ooh. have you, have you like smacked a chick before or something like, you know, being I have actually, I have oh, actually, shit. oh, don't, don't say that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, um, it actually, it wasn't even bad, but, um, no, but, um, stress levels when it comes to my stress levels, you know, I used to be very, very, very stressed out. I would say there was a period between my sophomore, junior year where I was really going through a hard time and the pressures of social media were killing me. It was very, it felt rock rock bottom. It felt, it, it just felt like awful. And, and I think that really began such a, Again, not a typical answer, but it really began a spiritual journey for myself in, in a matter of you need to take care of yourself before this goes a lot more downhill, much faster for you than you may realize or expect. And I started this spiritual journey of um, not just meditation, but 
meeting other individuals who could help teach me about this spirituality, about getting into your higher self and ayahuasca mushroom. Why you always thing? bring that up? That. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out like sage, you know, just not, trying. not, not crystals? in a sense of taking it. Well, crystals. Yeah. I feel like just saying crystals and sage are very typical without a, a real deep understanding of what a spiritual journey looks like for a person. Um, it, it's really come to, it's come to me traveling to certain places. Culture. To me, yeah, understanding, meeting other people in different cultures who could really teach me such a higher lesson um, in matters of what is bigger in this world. Kind of a, I don't want to say like a Buddhist mindset, because I'm not, I'm not Buddhist. I'm not, <laughs> I haven't been baptized for any religion. Um, but I mean, Buddha was somebody who like, he was always, he was very, um, he wasn't a materialistic person. He wasn't in the matters of caring about, you know, his view of how he looked at others. He was more a bigger process and, and thoughts about the world and a spirit and stuff. And I've just really, been educated on spirituality so much more hey that's the way to live yeah 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 Nah, but thinking back right like thinking back like a, at the overall picture is there a specific what point in your life or what experience taught you the most about yourself where you was like dang i did that mm. can you think of a time like, like to think of a different jazz, like me thinking of myself as, damn, I remember when I did this, but I can't believe that mm -hmm. what I am now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I mean, I have so many experiences for that. <laughs> I, I have, I mean, gosh, it's, it's a very different comparison of like 17 year old self to 23 year old self you're talking to a child you're you're talking about a child who you know just had no sense of direction and didn't really think to process her decision making if it came to you know if she was hanging out with the wrong people or um the wrong crowds the wrong priorities the you know whatever versus slowing down and really conceptualizing um just who exactly I am and what I'm about. So Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. I'm a deep I'm a deep person. I don't know if you guys realize that. No. I think no, you we're did. starting to realize that for sure. Like, I'm a deep person. Yeah, because yeah. it, it I think that's it's hard to kind of reach those levels. I mean, sometimes it, it requires certain traumas or certain situations to get there. And I think that's kinda of like where he was going at is like those are the type of accomplishments that you know kind of define um you know your your yourself right mm -hmm. the, the crazy part about it is one of the things that i was like reading about is is it's not your past that defines you it's the the motions and the actions that you take right so i think that it, it's, it's dope it's dope that you do that like you, you carry a crystal or no oh yeah you, you have it with you um 
I don't know if I have. Well, I have I have a bracelet with me okay. that I actually have prayed on, and it's the evil eye. Mm. But I, I actually block the haters. My yeah. Yeah. All my crystals that I do have, they're all prayed on. Any type of crystal, jewelry, even the sage in my house. Um, I have items placed all around my house to protect my home. But I'm I'm very into. Uh, not just into it, but it's. I have a strong belief about protecting it energy. Peace. It brings you peace. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Okay, all this crystal talk and we love the world. That's dope. But now, what do you? Okay, I got a question for you. So, what do you find more important, love or money? Love, definitely love. And I say that because are you like a hopeless romantic? Even though it's failed me, yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, I I lived for quite a long time with a family that struggled and a family that didn't always have it when it came to money, but we were always okay. And that was because I had such a strong family unit with two really great parents and great siblings and a, and a great system of family around us outside of that that really tuned in when it came to hard times money can really come and go. There's there's people who started in this life who didn't have any of it and 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 applauds to them that, you know, there are people who gained it after that, but love is something that money money you can do with or without. Love makes it much harder, I think, on a person. That's yeah. That's <laughs> Can't argue on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. What do you think is the the best advice you've ever received? So since I was five, from the first day I went to preschool up until I graduated high school, my dad since I was five, always told me when he would drop me off at school, we always had this thing where his goodbye to me would be to say before I entered the day of class and walking on the campus, you know, bye jazz, be a leader. And I would have to respond, not a follower. And that was always just a, a catchphrase that we would throw back and forth to each other. But he always said it every day before I went off to school. And it was such a constant it's such a simple saying, but such a constant reminder of telling myself, you know, do not ever fall into, you know. Somebody's bullshit. Not just that, but so much more, so much, don't you don't have to follow into, you know, the line of what everyone else is doing today, if it's a trend, if it's something that, what's viewed as is like so many people love when it comes to like, maybe like the raunchy music or the raunchy Instagram photos or whatever. Don't you don't ratchet. have to, you don't have to do that. You yeah. don't have to be that. You're not that. Um, you can be so much more. You can, you can show other people your views by doing that. side, things that actually define you as a person. You, you can know? bring a whole different lane for people to drive on. You don't have to be on this lane. Um, and that simple phrase, I think, just was applied in so many ways in every single thing that I do, so. That's dope. Yeah. So, so like, obviously, you, I mean, you said you were good in, in, in sports. You chose modeling, but you could have done either or. Yeah. What made you choose modeling? I mean. 
Um, aside aside from you know the end goal, but you know obviously if you if you have two offers, right? Mm. Right. Like if I have multiple offers, why would I think to pick maybe one over the other? Right. Um, I really just follow my intuition when it comes to timing. And if I feel that, you know, my timing, if and when my timing will be up when it comes Mm. to modeling that day where I'm like, you know what, this, this era I think is Mm. coming to an end, but it's supposed to, it's supposed to, I'm supposed to go on this next endeavor on this next chapter of whatever that's going to be, you know, everything has an end everything my friend actually one of my close friends she told me this amazing story about this tattoo on her arm and it says the end and i asked her i said what does that even what does that mean it just looks random on her arm and she told me that it was a story that her mom would always tell her about you know when it comes to fairy tales and love stories everybody loves the beginning how it starts off right everyone loves the middle which is the climax the most exciting part and then when it comes to the end whether it's a villain that dies or you know the guy gets the girl or you you hit the closing nobody likes the end because you can't you can't watch any more of it you can't you don't know what happens after that but you in every story every chapter you enter you have to love it as a whole. If you, for example, if you break up with a girl and it's awful and it feels horrible and whatever, you still gotta embrace and love the experience you have with that person. And you you gotta, you know, you will carry it with you for the rest of your life. You will take that chapter with you, but love it as a whole for what it was and, and not maybe the negativity that was dragged out from how it ended. You gotta love everything as a whole. That's some like notebook shit. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, damn. Right. I'm like, yeah. right. What do you want from me? Movie? Uh, I mean, it's it, to be honest, no, it's not. Is My favorite movie is actually Wonder Woman because oh, I, what? yeah, I could see that because I want to be a superhero one day. <laughs> Yeah. President. You president. The president. president. You can't be no bigger superhero than that. Than yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. She said Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, so I got a I got a hypothetical, right? Just situational, not nothing specific. Yeah. Right? Friend group, right? Yeah. You got a friend group. Yeah. One of your homegirls. She got a dude. She horrible to this guy. Okay. Right? Yeah. She horrible. <laughs> yeah. But you thinking like, is it ever a point where they, they break up? It's done, right? Would you ever swoop in like, yo, I'm a better fit? For the guy? Yeah, for the guy. Never. 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 No, 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 no. Never. No, no, no. I I mean... Thor. I have been in a situation... Thor. Thor. Right. I have been in a situation where I was was friends with the... I was very, very close friends with a girl around, like, end of high school, beginning of college. And about halfway through college, her and I stopped being friends. We went our separate ways. Um, which happens because we're like so young during that time. I'm still really young, but like I was literally a kid through high school when I met her, but her and I were close. And in college, so this guy she dated previously, they broke up, a couple years went by. I met the same guy in college and I didn't know much about their relationship. It, it felt like I wasn't really um, like aware, understanding of it. But 
I mean, years later, he did, you know, want to take me out and, and. You said YOLO? I mean, I did. I, I went out with him. It wasn't. No, you did. <laughs> but it wasn't in a, in a way of being malicious. And it wasn't, it was more like, it was more like I, I finished a, a chapter with a previous friend the and. Oh, you, you were trying to close that yeah. chapter, huh? I'm about to go out with him, and after this, like, we it, can no longer be friends. But, but also, it just sort of, like... That's harsh. No, I, I did not... I did not do it. Heartless. I no 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 no. This was this was not. There was no negative intent of of it being after her going after her. I won't answer that. I won't answer that. You know, but um, I say this experience because um, you know, in time, like you know, sometimes you may just run across like familiar people that you know mutually through somebody else um experiences with that happen when it comes to like connections and relationships so with people we really stumbled into that mm. we really really stumbled into that it wasn't something i felt like i had control over because you know you you the vibe fumble was there. the vibe was there and you you might fumble into caring about a person um but um you know i i would never like in a in a current or fresh position if i was like still friends with a girl and they broke up to go after that's that's like you're still friends you're still friends why would you i wouldn't code. i wouldn't do i wouldn't do that and then, um yeah nah that sounds better. The first one it was kind of like, like yeah, no, no, we no, need to it end it. So like, <laughs> no, no, I, no, like, I wouldn't. Right. I, I would not like just like fresh out, just take somebody. I've never done that. I've never done that. So that's funny. Yeah. Most deaf, most deaf. I hope that made sense though. What I said, how it no, no, form, no, no, you, you like how it, it formulated into what it was years later, and like you know, we knew the girl when we were kids. Honestly. And it's a very different experience when you're fresh out as an adult meeting with another individual than as children. The auras were out there. You know what I mean? Everybody was cool. Yeah. Know? Yeah. What's, what's so. up? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you cook? I sort of cook. Sort of. I don't really have the time to cook much at home. but. Bake. I love baking. I do love Why baking. Why every girl likes to bake? Is it, is it different because it's quicker? Or? A little bit. It's oh, a little okay. bit easier. It's a little more fun. And um, it's it's definitely easy. Cooking, my roommate's a great cook, but she has more time at home to do that. If I was able to spend more time, I feel like I could practice it and what's, be What's your signature good. plate? Pasta. I am really good at pasta, but pasta is also just super easy no, to make, No, no, no. The, the sauce? No, I literally, I just do, I literally just do, I literally just do like butter and salt pasta. Okay. It's, I'm very basic and if somebody's going to say, ew. Somebody <laughs> put too much butter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's there's the levels of this shit. What's the, what's the nastiest thing you tried to make? Like, well, it, it, it wasn't supposed I, to be nasty, but it just turned out like not so good. And who did you make taste it? Uh... I don't think I ever made somebody taste something that was like that bad. <laughs> um, I, I feel like 
I mean, the worst I probably could have ever done is like burn some popcorn. I mean, popcorn got a bad mm. taste when it's burnt, but you, that's not really cooking. I you put three minutes in the microwave, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm kind of basic with my cooking. So much better baker, cakes, brownies, cookies. Like I can I can do all of that for some reason, and I'm really I'm actually really good at that. So mm. yeah, what's funny? <laughs> a lot of a lot of females nowadays just say baking that makes sense now. yeah like i'm like okay yeah take less time great picture right right <laughs> that's crazy all right well hey ladies and gentlemen uh we're coming to the conclusion of our show as we always do i open up the table the microphone to our guests and the co-hosts of the show uh to leave any pardon like information words and stuff like that things we should be on the lookout for today we're going to talk uh start out with miss jazz miss jazz is there anything you want to share with our listeners and our viewers uh i would love to send my last words of being just um be truly unapologetically yourself and reframe from having any fears on just you know, what you want to be in this world. If that comes to suddenly having the urge of, you know, maybe one day you want to be a veterinarian, but you started off as a football player or you wanted to, you want to think about maybe being a singer and you started off as a track star, like whatever the case is, don't limit yourself. Leaders don't put limitations and just always carry yourself with grace with that mindset and you'll be good gq nesto yeah i want to tally on that i mean i think uh you know i was telling you earlier uh one of the three keys to success is um identifying um patterns uh utilizing those patterns and creating new patterns so uh, once you master those three things, I think life is just a lot easier. So um, definitely, uh, we'd like to thank you for um, following us on all our platforms. Any comments or anything, please. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support. And that's it. For sure. And before I say anything, I forgot. There's one thing I forgot, though. You, so you said you do music, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just starting you're it. Just, I'm what, just what genre of music would you say? R&B and R rapping. Okay, so yeah. you know, you want to take us out with something? You know? Ooh. Ain't nobody here but us. <laughs> on, on the next on the one, next on one. the next episode. <laughs> All right, but now, nah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jazz, we thank you for uh, being here with us today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for tuning in and watching. I'm your boy, Drew. I would say uh, stay positive, always push forward, and uh, anything is possible. But we love you. We thank you. We out. Peace. Boom. That was good. Right. That was good. Cool? Yeah, good. Okay.